Hey, it's Ron McLean. Welcome to Hockey Talk on the Rock. With Laura and Keith. It's interesting. So let's back up a second. He played absolutely out of his mind. It now. made no sense to me. And now, here are your hosts. Doing Hockey Talk on the Rock, episode 67, and uh, a couple trades to talk about, some Canucks games. We went to a Canucks game. Yeah. It was great, so uh, let's let's kick it off. Yeah, so starting off, I guess, with the Canucks in Washington. Um, it was a good game before then that we didn't talk about. I don't think so. No, we didn't. It definitely didn't, because we did it on um, the night before. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, the Canucks played Washington. It was pretty sweet. We were there. The first two periods were, you know, not ideal for the Canucks. They came out really flat, which has been a, a kind of a negative trend that's continued for throughout the year for the Canucks. They've had these slow starts, and in the last two games, you really noticed those slow starts again. Um, but the Canucks did battle back in the Washington game in the third period, and they briefly had a 3-2 lead in that third period. A couple of, you know interesting calls made by referees in the last couple games too um they usually balance out throughout the season but it's unfortunate the canucks have gotten those calls recently Mm -hmm. bad timing bad timing so anyway the caps end up tying it also a bit of a fluky goal and losing Edsel had the hat trick and two of those goals were not great Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so Anyway, they tied up and then they went in overtime, but it was still an exciting game. I'm happy we were there. There were moments again in the, the like in the second intermission. I was thinking to myself, I really hope the Canucks have a good third period mm. because otherwise it might be kind of a, a sad game to be at. But yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. The crowd certainly was pumped, especially after those three goals in the yeah. first five minutes of yeah. the third. Um, you know, the first goal going off the stanchion and then off of Kuznetsov and in really sucked. Yeah. But, and there's not much you can do about no. it. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was good. It was a good hockey game. And like you say, at least they they battled back and got a point. They and did. Then, uh, not, they did. not quite what happened with Tampa Bay. but Similar story. And, again, Tampa, like, give them credit. Like, again, they've won two Stanley Cups. But I just think they played that back-to-back situation almost perfectly. I mean, ideally they would have won – in Edmonton and then done what they did against Vancouver but they knew they were going to be flat they've played a ton of games recently so they start Vasilevsky in those back-to-back games to basically be like okay uh, not back-to-back games sorry they start them at the end of the back-to-back basically to be like okay get us a win Mm -hmm. and that they played very hard in the first 10 minutes of the game and then basically weren't there for the rest of it Um, and Vasilevsky did his thing and again Canucks got kind of called for a couple stupid things again i mean it all kind of balanced out in that game but the quick the quick whistle on the, the garland quick whistle goal was bad it was a bummer yeah. yeah um so they didn't get anything out of that game but they're still very much alive as of today in this playoff race so it's keep on keeping on and the trade deadline is coming up here and next monday so big game against new jersey tonight trying and, to break yeah. the seven year slump <laughs> New Jersey and then um, Detroit. Detroit. So those are two winnable games, and the Canucks have to be dialed in, and they have to be ready to start these games because, I mean, those are probably teams you could see them coming back against, but don't put yourself in those positions, and unfortunately they've done that. So hopefully we see some fight kind of right out of the gate from the Canucks tonight and on um, Thursday. Yeah, 
yeah, I hope for a couple big games and like you say with a couple other teams, mainly like Vegas struggling right yeah, now. Yeah, Vegas is struggling. There's opportunity. So, yeah. like you alluded to, uh, the deadline for trades is coming up on Monday. Uh, today being Tuesday, uh, so we're like seven days a week away. Sorry. And uh, we've got three trades we can talk about since the last time we talked. Yeah. Um, the first one was the Ducks selling off Josh Manson to the Avalanche yeah. for a pretty decent-sounding defenseman prospect and uh, a second-round pick. Yeah, next year. Um, and then again, the Ducks retained half the salary, which is big for Colorado because they can still do stuff, uh, especially because Linus Cog is on LTIR. Um, and we'll get more into that in a second here, but it does seem that they're clearing up some space. But yeah, I really like this deal for Colorado. Um, they know this is kind of their year to go for it. Um, yeah. They've been saying that for a few years now, but this really is the time for them. I think Landis Fogg going and getting that surgery, like Vietzka was talking about this, he wouldn't have done this unless he knew he was going to be able to come back and play mm-hmm. because of what a big a season it is for the Avs. So I like the pickup for them. I mean, I think Anaheim got a pretty good return for, for Manson. Yeah, totally. Um, especially as a, a rental. Um, and they, again, are indicating that they're willing to sell. So there's a seller for sure. Yeah, who's this. right there with the Canucks who's in the right standings. Who's right there with the Canucks. So... Yeah, it's good good news for the Canucks. Um, and then I see they signed the defense prospect did, right did. away too. So. And yeah, so anyway, I thought it was a good deal, really for both teams. I'll probably give the win to Colorado just because. They're they're going for it. Yeah, I'd give the win to Colorado now, but I feel like down the road yeah. the Hellison and the pick are gonna turn out really well for Anaheim. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. And then yeah. what was the second Colorado one? Colorado wasn't done. Colorado wasn't done. Okay, that was that was another one. Uh, Tyson Yost going to Minnesota for Nico Sturm. Yeah. Who I thought when I first read it that Sturm was younger, but he's actually yeah. older. He's older, but he's not signed for next year, which is, again, part of the reason he's cheaper. Yeah. So the Avs, again, clearing up some cap space. Don't have to re-sign him. He'll be a depth forward for them, again, unless there's... There's got to be another move coming, which is why they're clearing up that cap space. I would assume Sackett's got something big up his sleeves. But I like the move for Minnesota, um, who, as we've mentioned multiple times, needs center depth. Um, and Yost can play center. He's, he's, a, he's cost-controlled for a couple more years, yeah, too, isn't he? Yeah, which is important for Minnesota, too, because they have that um, cap problems that are going to come to them. I mean, these are two divisional teams that traded with one another, which is an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. But Especially since they're both in playoff spots. Yeah. Um, I do think, like, Yost, he was kind of a top prospect, and he's never – he hasn't lived up to his potential yet. He's been a decent player for the Avs, but he hasn't been anything, um, like, amazing. So we'll see if maybe his new start in Minnesota – kind of inspires him Mm. to be what he was drafted to be kind of thing yeah and he could work out as a depth guy like you say um you have to think now what minnesota is going to do they got to go for something they got to go for something um and i don't know what it's going to be but again they're a team that they're having to go all in this year um based on their cap situation for the next few years and (laughs) um yeah well, we'll see how that goes. We'll um, but going back to your your Philly boys, 
Uh, Jeru is going to play his Falcons game this week. On Thursday, yeah. On Thursday, so all signs are that uh, he would be willing to move after that Falcons game. And it sounds like he prefers Florida. I don't know, again, with Florida's cap situation, how they make that work. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'd say that Colorado's got to be at least a possibility still. And I know you think Minnesota, so we'll kind of tie the three teams all together. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like there's going to be at least one deal where Detroit or Arizona hops in as a broker and takes half of half or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Colorado and Minnesota are going to land Giroux and Hurdle now. I just feel convinced yeah. of it. I don't know who's going to go where, but like it just makes sense for both teams for different reasons. Yeah, and I was listening actually on the 31 Thoughts and they were talking about Hurdle and the kind of feeling that the league is getting is that San Jose is going to sign him. But again, I just I don't see that's a smart move for San Jose so mm-hmm. I'll kind of believe it when I see it yeah um, but that's kind of the feeling that's out there right now but yeah I say he gets moved too and both those teams that you just mentioned would be great fits too um, I guess the other kind of trade speculation that's not related to the Canucks would be that like the Leafs now after their <laughs> appearance on the weekend of the We'll see. Uh, it looks like they're going to be looking for a goalie. And there was some interesting stuff that came out that maybe they'd be willing to move Nylander. Um, wow. And I don't know. I feel like that would be very drastic. But my gut feeling with the Leafs is if they get a goalie, it's going to be Varlamov. That's just a random gut feeling. Yeah. So. I think I read somewhere that Varlamov said no to putting them to taking them off the no trade list okay so interesting yeah but uh, yeah i was just talking to my friend at hockey last night and he's a big leafs fan and he's like we need a goalie but like there's no goalies available that are uh, like a real big upgrade like Flurry's gonna cost a lot and he hasn't played great this year but he's in chicago yeah um corpus is not really an upgrade no you know and then there's like the dallas goalies and like how much is holtby really going to be an upgrade and yeah i don't know if they'd be willing to move him now that um what's his name hurt Yeah. yeah So, again, there's lots of stuff there. I can't see the Rangers moving Georgiev now at this point of the season. And they'd be selling low on him, too. Yeah. Um, so who else is there? Halak? <laughs> exactly. Right? But like, I don't so see tough. that Halak would be an upgrade. So that's why I was like, for me, if I'm the Leafs, that's who I'm targeting would be Varlamov, unless you go John Gibson. But, again, I don't know Yeah. what the price for I, that would I be. I told my, my Leafs friend, yeah. uh, I said, honestly, I see them going for, like, Justin Braun as a defense yeah, sure. out of Philly. Yeah, uh, and then maybe if they can make the cap work, I can also see them being like getting Raquel to go on a line with Tavares and Nylander because right. yeah. they're kind of slumping a bit. Yeah. But I was like, I don't. I like. I I agree. They should go for a goalie. They probably want a goalie, but like based on the market, like I don't. I don't know though. I don't know if they're gonna do it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's an interesting thing to the players because I'm sure they have to be feeling like, okay, we need a save, right? Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> but it, yeah very fascinating situation playing out in Toronto um, like Edmonton is a similar situation except for the fact that Koskinen's actually been okay for the last little while so I feel like they're probably more willing to go into the playoffs and be like this is our guy kind of thing right now and we'll fix it in the summer mm-hmm. but it's an easier sell right to the players too if you have a guy that's making saves versus you know 
Toronto, who, like, even before Campbell was hurt, he was not playing well. And then Mrazek has been just awful, like... Right. Yeah, so, anyway, my feelings on mm-hmm. the Leafs goaltending situation. Mm-hmm. But. And then, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, there's rumors now, like, everyone knows Ben Schrott's going to get traded out yeah. of Montreal. Um, I read today that, like, the, the deal's pretty well done to go to St. Louis. Yeah. And I, I just wonder what that return's going to be. I read it was big. And if you think that, you know, Manson got a second and a pretty good defensive prospect, yeah. like, Chirac's gonna get a lot. Montreal's going to get a first and something, something good. Yeah. Like, St. Louis has some good young guys that haven't quite made it up yet. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, it'd be interesting. I don't know if that's the piece that they really need, but, like, yeah, you got to go for it, I guess. Yeah, and again, St. Louis, like, I feel like any team in the West has just got to kind of go for it this year. If you think you have a decent shot, just yeah. because it's been so open. And if someone, like, Colorado's the heavy favorite, right, in the West. But you never know. Upsets happen every year. And if someone yeah. knocks off Colorado and you're just, like, the next best team, you're almost given a berth in the final, Totally. Right? And, I mean, Kemper gets hurt and Colorado's a different-looking team yeah. all of a sudden, right? So, so yeah, I mean, I, I understand St. Louis pumping up that defense basically if they if they can and just saying yeah we're gonna give it we have our core here we have our young guys like Kyrie and stuff who are playing very well this year this might be our last chance at a shot at it so we're going all in kind of thing yeah yeah i I don't blame them but other than that um we have the matthews suspension (laughs) which also came out of the winter not the winter classic the heritage classic Mm -hmm. um seems to be a very divisive topic in the sense of like I think everyone agrees that yes, get suspended for that. But also, people are very pissed off that like how many other cross yeah. checks have we seen like that that yeah. get fines and yeah. not suspensions? Yeah, and I mean, is it the double edged sword of it being Matthews, where it's like it's someone that they're all gonna watch and they're gonna see? And I mean, if if that's the way you're going with the league, I, I support it. I think it's probably a better league if you take out that crap after the whistle, right? Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It was probably harsh. My feeling was that I would have said a game, but because of what they've done in the league, it will probably be a fine. And then I saw the two games and I was like, wow, that's, you know, mm-hmm. it's quite a bit. It was surprising, like yeah. I say, because of like... Because for a guy with no record. Too, yeah, right? yeah. like the, it seems like the precedence has been set before for very similar ones to be just fines. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are surprised, but I don't think it's wrong. You know? No, I think I'm again. I'm fine with it. Just keep it. That's the standard then. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right? Mm-hmm, for so. sure. But yeah, we had that. Was there any other big league news? No, not really. I mean, we could sit here and talk rumors all day, <laughs> but uh, no, I think that was mainly it, right? Yeah, I think that's the the majority of the stuff. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get together and we'll do one either, like, right before the deadline or right after the deadline and kind of w- see what it's like after all the smoke settles and where we're at. And the Canucks will have played three more games by the deadline. Yeah. So we'll have a better idea of what's going to happen with them moving forward. Um, it's an exciting time of year. Yeah. It's a great time of year. Yeah. So anything, anything more? I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks for listening. It's been another episode of Hockey Talk on the Rock. That's Laura. I'm Keith. And we'll be back for episode 68. Woo!